Blog Talk Radio.
the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, one and only true Lord. And Amen, we trust, as the Republic of Mentelite, the real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time, the Mentalist, the Amen race, the Bright race. Good evening, I'm your host, the Intellectual Nubian Mankari. This is Mentelite Radio, and tonight we're going to be talking about short-sighted thinking. Tonight's topic is short-sighted thinking. First and foremost, before I start, can everyone hear me? I need to know if everybody can hear me. I'll make sure everybody can hear me good before we continue. Need to know that everyone hears me. All right. All right. Make sure everybody can hear me good. All right. Okay. Short-sighted thinking is reserved for people in the two-dimensional realm, in a two-dimensional state. That's who short-sighted thinking is. See, there are limits to thinking. There's limits to all kinds of thinking and thought. You know, certain people don't think so far, but others have the ability to think further than others. See, that is a true mark of a genius, a successful person, one who can outthink everyone else. See, if you can outthink people, then that denotes a greater power. You see, our people at one point in time, because we are the first people on the earth, we were able to outthink everybody on earth that came after us. We were able to outthink everyone. And sometimes when we're in our right state of mind, when we're not in that two-dimensional Negro mindset, we'll, we can, and we always do outthink everybody else because the ability to outthink everybody else has to deal with two foundational premises, one being logic and the other being rationale. See, if you think logically and rationally and you think as other people think, meaning that you allow yourself to think all the, you know, variables of thought, I don't care how, you know, out there it seems, you allow yourself to go there mentally, right? The people, even if you have to think low level, just to understand people and you think, you know, on an extended level, so I have an ultra-standing of people. But you should always make sure you think above and beyond everybody else, especially as mentalists, especially as the almond race. You're supposed to make sure you think ahead of everybody. You should never be short-sighted in your thinking. You should always be a long-term thinker, never a short-sighted, because if you think that way, it will prevent you in dealing with the wrong people in your life. It will prevent you from getting into bad situations in your life See, because most of the things that people get involved in get caught up in whether you invest your money in these get rich quick schemes things like that that's all based on short-sighted thinking most of the people have always come to me with these um get rich quick schemes especially a lot of these multi-level marketing things and stuff like that you see they get a lot of negroes involved in this the white man loves to get you so-called black people involved in the multi-level marketing to get rich quick schemes because they know you're short-sighted thinkers you see, they take advantage of short-sighted thinkers. This is how people get conned. It's, you know, you see places like Las Vegas, right? You see places like Las Vegas and, you know, Atlantic City and places where you gamble. And you got all these short-sighted people who go to these places and waste money gambling, right? Because in their short-sighted thinking, they can hit a machine or hit blackjack or hit something like that, and they're going to win. 
you know, they get caught up in the moment. So let's say they go there and they start to win on these tables and things like that. And then what happens? What happens is they'll eventually start losing over time. They eventually start to lose because they get caught up in the moment. They don't think about how the odds work always in the casino's favor. They don't think about that. See, the casino thinks long-term, so they'll let you win short-term. They know how to fix and rig the game. They ain't been in business this long not to, to have people come in and win all their money. They don't play that. See, they're not short-sighted. They know they rig those tables, things are fixed in those casinos. They can lie all they want and claim, oh, you know, uh, um, everybody got a good chance. Well, that's, that's a load of BS. It goes, all the games are rigged. They'll let you win a few times and whatnot then, you know, and you get caught up in the moment, not knowing that they're just building you up to knock you down and take all your money. You see, that's how they do. But see, short-sighted people don't think the same way, like I said, with the multi-level marketing. They offer get rich quick. You think about getting rich quick, fast, and whatnot, and, you know, oh, I ain't got to do nothing but convince people to sign up and be part of this, that, and the third, and I'll make my money in this, that, and the third. But you think it's short-sighted because the people that you sign up for that, people that were willing to give you money for BS, could have gave you money for something real that was long-term. But then again, the people you sign up are short-sighted too. They think about what can I get now. They think about what can I get now. You see, they don't think about later. And you see, the beast knows that so-called black people think like that. They know you don't think long-term. They know you don't. They know... Black people do not think long-term, meaning black people don't think futuristically. That's why y'all go out here and have all these damn children, or should I say all these kids. You go out here and have all these kids or have babies. No, you can't take care of them, but it just feels good in the moment. Then you turn around, next thing you know, you run into the abortion clinic. I don't want to do this to my baby. I don't want to do this to my body. But you didn't think about that because you was being short-sighted when you was having all your fun, right, having a good old time. You know, legs up in the air, everything all over the place. You weren't thinking about that. Short-sighted. You're only thinking about the now. And that's wrong. We, as mentalists of the Amorists, we always think about the next. We're always long-term thinking. I'm definitely a long-term thinker. Just know this is who you got with y'all. Y'all don't got no short-term with y'all. I'm thinking about things even when I'm not here. I'm thinking above and beyond things. Even when I'm not here, the day I leave this earth, I'm still thinking about how I'm going to, my impact and what I do is going to affect this community because I want, I intend for it to continue to grow, right? Because my daughter is going to be here. My other children are going to be here. So I have to think long-term. If you got children in the world, you got to think long-term. You should never be a short-term thinker if you have children or if you're planning on having children, you see, you got to think about what world you leaving behind. You see, you got to think about that. And I'm, and I'm going to show you also the so-called white man. He, he appears to be a long-term thinker, but he himself is even a short-term thinker. You see, he himself is even a short-term thinker because he, he basically abuses the planet. He abuses the planet by dumping things, places they don't belong, causing pollution, things of that nature, because he's looking to get the, get the money, right, get the filthy lucrative, looking to get the money for, you know, doing these things. He's looking short-term. He don't care about the 
long-term global effect. He don't care about that. You see, he don't care about that. All he cares about is getting money right now, enriching himself. Don't care about nobody else in the future. This is why these people are not good leaders for the future. This is why the humans were only meant to be temporary leaders. They're not good long-term leaders. Here it is. By the time they've been in power here in this society, which is not even a whole 300 years, you know, not for real. By the time they've been in power in this society, they've done nothing but think short-term and how they do things. From slavery to everything here. They've done nothing but think short-term. You see, the pollution, like I said, that they put into the earth, that they allow to destroy. Now they set up the EPA, Environmental Protection Agency, but that don't do much. That don't do much in the evolution of this planet because you still got people destroying this. You see, people put all their time and energy into jobs and being someplace all this time, this, that, and the third, but they don't think long-term, like, what if they get hurt on the job? What if something happens to them? What if they can't do this, that, that, and the third? So they don't think to set money aside to do some kind of independent business to make even more money. You see, they don't think like that. They're only thinking about what they can get now, their paycheck now, and that's it. That's all they think about, what they can get now. And when you think long-term, you come with better ideas. When you think futuristically, you come with better ideas. You'll notice that your ideas and the things you want to do, the businesses you want to go into, they will be much better when you think long-term. They will be much better. Why? Because you want business that's going to last a lifetime and beyond, something that your children can inherit. You want build businesses that's going to last a lifetime. You want ideas that will be timeless. So, therefore, you can't afford to be short-sighted in your thinking. You want relationships, right, uh, uh, to be solid that will last a lifetime so that you can build families with these people, that you're laying down with that you in relationships with. You ain't looking for things to be short-term. Who's looking to get into a relationship, be with somebody five years, six years, seven, ten years, and next thing you know, they don't want to be with you no more. You somewhere, you got to start all over again with, with this man's children. Who gonna, What man going to want you? What man is realistically going to want you? If you're lucky, you may get with somebody, like I said, but you got to think like that. If you, don't, if you know that you're not going to be long-term with somebody, somebody who's serious, somebody who dedicated, somebody who real, then you shouldn't be engaging in no kind of interaction with these people that you're dealing with. You shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't be engaging in any interaction. You shouldn't be engaging in uh, 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 um, casual, rela- casual relationships, casual sex. You shouldn't be engaging in that, you see. You should be dealing with people who you know are solid that you're going to deal with people who are serious about you, care about you, you know. You shouldn't be dealing with that, you see. A lot of these women who end up with these strange diseases and things like that you never heard of, like I said, they was in casual things with casual males. And like I said, they pick up these casual diseases. In fact, one of these STDs used to be called a casual disease. I don't know if it was VD or whatever the case is, because that usually, that comes from having sex with dirty people casually, having sex with dirty people you don't know. You see, people who you have one-night stands with, you know, we picked up a lot of that madness. We picked up a lot of that madness 
uh, from the so-called white man. We picked up a lot of that madness from him. You know, just laying with anybody we don't know, just whoever, whoever we find to be attractive or whatever at that at that moment, whatever the case may be. We picked up a lot of that foolishness from him. We wasn't like that. We weren't them type of people. We wasn't cheap people. You know, being amongst the beasts has made us cheap, low-grade people, short-sighted people. See, when you are a cheap, low-grade person, you are a short-sighted person. When you buy material for yourself, right, you buy cheap material, buying cheap material is being short-sighted because you should always want to buy material that's going to last. Good shoes, good good pants, good shirts, good good dresses. You don't want to buy no cheap dress. What do you do with a cheap dress? Eventually, you wear it a few times, and then you know it's going to be – you're eventually going to get rid of it, all right? You know you're going to eventually get rid of it. You don't spend no money on something that you're going to eventually get rid of. You're supposed to have more value for your money. So you pay for things. You spend money on things that are going to last. You put energy into into people that you know are going to last. People are going to be a constant in your life. You see, I always was the type of person, like I said, if I was ever going to deal with anybody, I was going to be a constant in their lives, you see, because that's how I am. I'm not a short-term thing. Any, you know, any once I got to a certain age, I said to myself, any woman I deal with, I got to have a long-term plan with them. You know, so I had to have a long-term plan with any woman I'm going to deal with. And you men should be thinking the same way. Because a lot of you men, you end up in child support court. You end up with your pockets getting fleeced because you so you so much in a hurry to dip your pen in the inkwell, right? And then next thing you know, when the ink runs dry, your ass is sitting in child support court because you were short-sighted. You didn't think about who you were dealing with. You didn't care about that. You don't have children with these people. These people, you know, like I said, they're unreasonable people, unrighteous people. You, but, you know, and you saw that, but you was too busy trying to dip your pen in the inkwell. Right. And when you get ink all over you, you think to yourself, well, damn, was it even really worth all of that? The answer is always no. But short-sightedness will get you in these situations. Short-sightedness will put you in all kinds of financial straits, relationship straits, everything. Right? Because, see, the answer to everything that you want to do in your life is based in long-term thinking. And when I say long-term thinking, I mean people who you can look at and see that these people are about something, are really about something, who can really add to your life. You see, if you're dealing with people that can't add to your life, then you then that means you're you a short-term thinker. You're looking at them people in the short term. If you're dealing with people that can't really bring value to your life, then you're thinking short-term. You're going to deal with the short term because you don't want to be by yourself, you're lonely, you're horny, whatever the, whatever the issue is. That's what you're doing, you see. And if you allow yourself to do that, if you allow yourself to be caught up in that, then guess what? You're going to produce nothing in your life, nothing of any long-term effect. You will not garner any or have any real success in your life. No goals will be accomplished in your life. 
None. Because you are a short-term thinker. Short-term thinkers will never, ever be able to accomplish anything on a higher level, on an extended level. They won't. Their minds are not wired to. Their minds are always wired for the short-term, the quick fix. And these are the people who end up with nothing. They're always crying about whatever relationships they was in and whatever happened where they fell out of a relationship and woe, woe is me and why is this always happening to me? Why why can't I ever overcome this and why am I always going through these things? That's because you're a short-sighted thinker. You see, short-sighted thinkers don't know what's good for them. They don't know what is long-term and what is meant to be short-term. They don't know. So they're always going to make the wrong choice. Remember I said this before I said if you give the average person a choice in life, they're always going to make the wrong choice. If you give the average person a choice, nine times out of ten, they're going to make the wrong choice. You see? Because in this three-dimensional world, wrong is right and right is wrong. But those of us who have long-term thought process, have a long-term thought process, we know right and we know wrong. Short-term, short-sightedness is wrong. Long-term thinking is right and is righteous because that long-term thinking leads you to greater clarity, greater vision. Extended thought, right, it leads you into a state of mentalization and cultivation. You see, because patience is needed to be a long-term thinker. You see, a lot of people are short-term thinkers or short-sighted is short-sighted in their thinking because they have no patience. They lack patience. You see, they don't know how to sit still and think things through. They don't know how to sit still and let things marinate in their head, play out all scenarios in their head before they get to these places in their life. They don't know how. All they know how to do I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to do this, I want to do that. And they don't think it out. They jump with the first thing that goes in their head. Those people that jump with the first thing that go in their head are short-sighted. Right? And they always end up messing up. I, fi- I found that when you take your time with things and you let things happen organically in your mind, well, I'm, and, not, and I'm not saying take time and let drag in your feet. You can go move in a timely fashion. But you can also take your time in doing it. My model, how I always say people make fun of that, I'm like, yeah, take your time, but hurry up. That's my mindset. Take your time, but hurry up. And that's always how I thought because that's how I move. I take my time, but at the same time, I hurry up. I move in a timely fashion. I don't rush. I move in a timely fashion, but I am doing it because I'm thinking long term. I know how to think long term and move quickly. That's not a capability that most people possess because most people, if they, they think, you know, about thinking things over, taking their time, they think they got to, you know, they got to, they think that they, that means sit around and um, what's the word I want to say? They want to sit around and uh, uh, be stagnant. You see, contemplation and long-term thinking does not equal stagnation. It doesn't. You see, Contemplation and long-term thinking equals motivation because it means that you're building up to something. 
You're building up to something. You are coming into alignment with something. That's what that means. You are coming into alignment with something. You are building up to something that is worth taking your time mentally to think forward and think out. There's no such thing as thinking too much, but then there's there's a such thing as overthinking something. You, You follow what I mean by that? There's no such thing as thinking too much, but there's a such thing as overthinking something. In other words, thinking is supposed to denote a flow of transmission where you are mentally stamping everything that goes through your mind. Do you know what I mean by that? Remember I talked about mental processing? When you are mentally processing things, it's like you put your mental stamp on things, and then you move on to the next thing. You are mentally stamping and mentally marking things that come through your mind and into your brain, into your neurotransmitters. You are processing it, and thus you are putting a mental stamp on these things, and you are either processing it processing it for something to utilize long-term, or you disregarding it as short-term. You see? A lot of you guys out here who caught up in criminal activity, you selling drugs. You committing crimes, you robbing and you stealing, doing whatever you're doing. That's short-sighted, man. That's short-sighted thinking. I know because I was in that world. You see, I was in that world. You know, I engaged in criminal activity before in my younger years, you know, and it was short-sighted. I know that. You see, I didn't think so at the time because I thought I was going to be the stupidest thing I ever heard people say is that you're a career criminal. Criminal criminal activity is not a career. Let me tell you, I'm here to tell you, criminal activity is not a career. You see, career is long term. There's no long term. Uh, uh, there's no long term uh, uh, capacity or you know or activity when it comes to crime, because to it, I told you one of two things going to happen: if you go into jail or you're going to get killed. That's the only way that crime thing works out. I don't care if you're a big top pen kingpin and you don't sold all the drugs all on the plants, you think you're just the biggest drug dealer, where all of them at? Them guys either dead or in jail for the rest of their life. You see? They they, they try to think, make themselves think this is going to be a long-term thing. They actually think that they're going to come up with a better idea to escape that which um, is coming to them. They actually think they're going to come up with a better plan than the last drug dealer that got locked up or the last drug dealer that got set up and killed by his people or got told on, you know what I'm saying? Because you know that's going to happen, you see. So all that is short-term. All that is short-term. See, business is is successful when you think in the long term of the business. That's how you know what's going to be a successful business, the long-term thinking of it, you see. That's what you know. That's when you know what's going to be a good business for you to get in. Think about the longevity of the business you're getting into. If you don't have the ability to think about the longevity of your business, then you're getting into nothing for no reason. It's not going to last. You see, you niggas are set up a damn chicken shack in a rib house or wherever. Because you notice in business, niggas always going in the hood. Niggas always going to set up a food spot, a hair spot, right? You know, the same old predictable shit in the hood. Don't, don't niggas always set up the same thing? You got 20 damn hair shops on the block, 20 damn food spots on the block. Nobody's doing nothing different. Nobody, And they all got corny-ass names, whack-ass names, right? 
you should if you're doing a business, you should always think, how can I spread this business beyond this block? That should always be your mentality. How can I spread this business beyond this little neighborhood in this block? If you can't see it, if it's just you know, then you it's worthless. That's why if you notice, black people are terrible at branding things. See a good brand, meaning a good uh, label, you could tell by who got a good brand, good label, what business is going to last and which is not. You could tell. The I the name you got for your the name you got for the business, how you advertise the business, how you market the business that tells you. That lets you know whether the business is going to be good or whether it's going to be closed in five damn years or a year. You see, you see, people like branding. Branding is everything. Names are everything. Remember, I knew, when I seen that guy, the guy who had the Telfar bags, the, uh, the uh, bronze dude got the Telfar bag. When I seen his design and I seen his bag, I already knew his his company gonna last. Cause that branding and the name itself is very, um, very artistic, very unique, very catchy, very high scale, very high and classy. Telfar. When I seen that and I seen his um, logo on his back, the impression of his logo on his back, like, yeah, that's going to last. He's going to do his thing. He's going to grow. Because, like I said, a good name, a good brand from a person who picks that denotes whether that person is a long-term thinker or a short-term thinker. That tells that. When I seen uh, FUBU, the guys who started FUBU, I already knew that wasn't going to last. I already knew that wasn't going to last for about seven, eight years. And that's about how long I said it wasn't going to be a whole 10 years. I said it was going to be a little maybe between five and seven years. And that's just about how long FUBU ran. You know, that's just about how long FUBU ran. Because the name sounds stupid as hell for us buyers. supposed to be an acronym for us buyers. Uh, no, thank you. <coughs> you know, you can tell, like I said, things that are gimmicky and timely. And then you can tell the things that are long-lasting. You see, you can tell the things that are long-lasting and the things that are just gimmicky and catchy for the time. You should never want to have anything that's catchy for the times. You should never want to be around people who look good for you at the time, you see, because a lot of times when people that look good at or first sight, it's nearly not what it looks to be. All you got to do is talk to people, and you'll know the difference between people who are long-term people that you put energy into versus the people who are short-term that you put energy into. You don't put no, you should, I say you put no energy into that. You don't put no energy into short-sightedness, short-sighted thinking, never. Never put, because that will save you a lot of money. You see, because I, I blew a lot of money early on in my life. You know, when I was being short-sighted, I blew a lot of money. I mean, not a lot, but enough. I blew a lot of money in my short-sightedness. Because I didn't think to myself, you know what? I got to be able to sustain myself for the life of what I'm doing. I have to be able to sustain everything I'm doing. So, of course, I'm going to start to think long-term. What will benefit me in the long run? That's what you should all think. What will benefit you in the long run? You see, companies that have been around a long time and want you to, you know, take them on as um, banks, as insurance companies and things like that, the very things they emphasize to you so that you go with them and deal with them is trust. And 
long-term. They tell you long-term trust. They try to build. You want to go with our company because we've been around this many years, and you know we we do we everything. We, we're above board, and we do everything we say we're going to do. That's how they convince you, right? They get you to think. They get you to be comfortable. And once you're comfortable, you want to deal business with them because you know they're not some fly by night group that's you know set up by some people in a damn corner office somewhere, and you know and they're basically being short sighted. They trying to set up, so they trying to rip people off, trying to get all the money they can get out of people. See, when you when you when you do business like that, when you rip people off, when you con people, you don't send them what they send them and whatnot. Like I said, eventually you're going to lose people, and that speaks volumes of your short sightedness. This is why I never allow people. I'm gonna show you something. I could have hired somebody or got somebody to send out all the unlimited epic stuff when people make orders. I could have hired somebody to do that. I could have paid somebody to do the orders and things like that, but I always did it myself, not because I was trying to save money or be greedy. I always did it myself because all I trusted was myself to get things out where they had to go. I was thinking long-term because, you know, when people spend their money with you, that's a, that's the ultimate compliment. It's the ultimate compliment when people spend their money with you, when they trust you to deliver a product to them. That's the ultimate, that is the ultimate compliment. So I make sure that when people spend money, whether they buy in wholesale, whether they buy in retail, doesn't matter. I make sure I'm going to that post office. I'm going to make sure they get they, they, what they paid for. I'm going to make sure it's mailed out. So I know that if I hire somebody and somebody come back telling me, oh, you know, uh, um, I ordered and I didn't get my order. You say, I've been waiting this and the third. And I'm paying this person. Nothing's going to piss me off more than that. So I know that if people don't get what they're supposed to get, it's, it falls on me. And I'm not going to let that fall on me because I want to continue my business going. So i got to make sure that people get what they ordered. I'm going to make sure they get what they paid for. All right? So got to be constantly mindful of that. You see, the people who don't care, the people who sloppy, the people who don't do nothing. Like I said, it goes to show you exactly who the short-sighted people are. Like in Hollywood, like I could never understand this. In Hollywood, you got these people who will play degrading parts, black people. They will play degrading roles in Hollywood. They will sell themselves in Hollywood. And they think to themselves, like, you know, like what Whoopi Goldberg told Monique when Monique claimed she had this conversation with Whoopi Goldberg. And she said, you know, if I do this in Hollywood, I got to think about the next person that's coming up behind me and other black person or actress coming up behind me, how bad it's going to, rough it's going to be for her. And Whoopi Goldberg is like, the hell with who who coming up behind you, but the hell with them. Just worry about yourself, basically. You see, that's a short-sighted nigga woman. You see, and it's always that short-sighted, you know, just worry about yourself. Don't worry about nobody. Just worry about them niggas like that. This is why we're in the condition we're in as so-called black people because a lot of niggas on some worry about yourself. I'll, I'll, I'll sell out my people just so I can get a few extra coins on the table. I'll sell out my people. They ain't thinking about the long-term effect of what they do. They don't care. They think about themselves. And this is why we in the position we're in right now. Nowhere. You see, I used to always say, I, I, I never understood, like, like how black people, like, they, 
take these degrading things, they do these degrading things on television, they want to be actors and whatnot, and they got to placate to these Caucasians. And I'm like, why don't these blacks would just all get together and be like, you know what? We're going to pool our money and we're going to start our own television network, our own independent television network. We're going to pool stock together. We're going to invest our own money. And if other people want to watch, then that's fine. But we're going to produce our own television networks. And we're going to produce our own content, how we want to see ourselves. I don't. I never understood why black people didn't do that. I never understood that why they didn't just band and pull their money together and open up their own television network, go to the FCC, and get a license and set up their own broadcasting company. Same way the Caucasian Jews did. You see, so they can control everybody's image because they think long term. See. They'll sit up here and they'll give you the stereotypical images of people that they want out here because they think long term. They think to themselves, well, my, I want my people to remain on top and I want them to see you Negroes as lower and lesser. So if I got to produce the narrative that you are lower and lesser people and that you are people to be made fun of and made folly of, and if I got to produce that, then I'll do it. And you simple-minded, short-sighted Negroes went and got up in there and made fools of yourself for a check. And you made it bad long-term on our people going forward. This is why no one takes our people seriously, because you got so many simple-ass Negroes, short-sighted Negroes, short-thinking, short-minded Negroes that are willing to humiliate themselves, degrade themselves. It looks bad on the next people that's coming around that look like you, because then they think everybody a clown like you. You see, you can tell who the short-sighted people are. Even in politics, you Negroes go out here and vote for Barack Obama or you voted for Biden because you thought you, you think of Kamala Harris. You didn't think long term what these people going to do for you other than the damn election, other than winning bragging rights and talking about, oh, yes, we did. Yeah, we did it. And we all did whatever. You was happy for bragging rights. You were short-sighted in your thinking. You didn't say, well, what are your policies and what are you going to do for our people, Barack Obama? What are your policies? What are you going to do for our people, such and such? Not that I care about politics. I already know they ain't going to do shit for you. But if you thought that way long-term, you would have not even wasted your time. Black people need to stop going to the voting booths. Stop going. Stop going to the voting booths because going to the voting booths is short-sighted thinking. You voting for nothing. You're voting because it's just it's just a practice you do because you've been programmed and brainwashed into thinking that you have to participate in the process. No, you don't. That's short-sightedness, short-sighted thinking. The long-term thinking is to focus on community collectively and building a whole other community. That's why I think long-term. I didn't want to put these my communities in a box. I wanted to put them outside of a box so that they can grow and flourish. You see, that's why I didn't pay too much emphasis to buildings and things like that, because I learned that buildings and too much, uh, um, how you say, too much um, terrestrial things, too much. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with business. Money and business is beautiful. And, you know, I said rather than put money into real estate and property like that, I'd rather put more emphasis into intellectual property. You see, I only wanted, I only saw as for headquarters for the Republic and the Mesoamerican, I wanted one building. That's it. 
I don't want multiple buildings where everybody coming together, like how the Nation of Islam got, or, you know, Dr. York and them, how I don't want that. That's headaches. That's a lot of headaches. You only need to worry about one. The rest of the money becomes liquid. The rest of it don't go into or don't become physical brick and mortar. Now, when I said that funny, when I thought like that, I said, I ain't thinking about the brick and mortar and having people in buildings and stuff like that. I'm not thinking about brick and mortar, right? That's rent, overhead, mortgages, or whatever the hell you got to pay, property tax. That's, you know. So when I said that, the funny thing, when I said that, you know, years ago, I'm noticing all the stores, these stores that were long-time, you know, retailers, a lot of them are closing down, and they, and then here you got, this guy Jeff Bezos come with uh, Amazon, and he's basically giving you a trip going to the store. You shop on shop on Amazon and pretty much find anything for good prices. You buy direct, and they ship it to you. Now look how popular Amazon is. They don't let brick and mortar stores behind. You see, Jeff Bezos, you know even though you had online shopping before, but he took it to another level because he was thinking long-term. He was thinking long-term. People in the brick-and-mortar stores, they were thinking, you know, they, they were thinking short-term. It was long-term for the time being, but certain things that appear to be long-term are really short-sightedness. Again, people are always going to shop, and if you make things accessible to people, they're going to shop more, you see. He was he was smart enough to think, you know, people would love to have the luxury of sitting in their living room rather than driving to four and five stores to pick up something or having to wait such and such. So you got one-stop shopping. You sit on your computer, order what you want, and that's it. You ain't got to go to drive to four and five stores to find what you want. You see, that's long-term thinking. That was smart. That cut out the middleman. You see? Right. You see? You got to always think about that. Look at all the people. And a funny thing, look at all the people. Look at all the people that Amazon is employing. Look at all the people Amazon. And notice, look at the name he gave. Amazon is another word for saying giant. Amazon, huge. He named it because he he foresaw his company becoming bigger. You see, he called his company Amazon. You see, as in huge, big. You see, when you say the, a woman is an Amazon or a guy that's Amazon, like big people, he saw his company is becoming big. You see, you got to think long term because most of the people that you outthink are short-term thinkers. So if you're able to outthink people who are short-term thinkers, like I said, then you have everything. You can control every and anything. You see, you can control every and anything. Our people in the condition they are not because they the white man is so smart is because our people are so dumb and short sighted. Black people are dumb and short sighted in their thinking. You see, black people are dumb and short sighted in their thinking, which is why the so called white man is in charge. He's not that much more advanced in his thinking than you so called black people. But the thing is, they they know how to work systematically. How they work systematically and collectively denotes of people who are long-term thinkers. That denotes the people who are long-time thinkers. You see, the people who don't know how to work together collectively, the people who talk, I'm my own God, I'm my own leader, I'm, we don't need, no, we are our own individuals, those are short-term thinkers. 
Those are the short-sighted people, you see. Make sure you stay away from them. Make sure you stay away from them because, again, they have no future plans. They have no future plans. Their plans are all short. Their their plans are all short-sighted, temporary. And you always want to have long-term goals, long-term plans, plans that people can utilize even after you're gone. You see, even after you don't put it down, like I said, and again, again, I have to give this as a um, compliment to the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. You can tell this man was a a long-term thinker. You can tell he was a long-term thinker. You know how you know that? Because after long after he done been gone, you still got people eating off of his work, people eating off of his name, people eating off of his fame and his uh, 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 and his work that he did for over forty years. Because if it wasn't for Honorable Elijah Muhammad, there'd be no Minister Farrakhan, there'd be no Malcolm X, there'd be no uh, 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 Muhammad Ali, or none of those people. You see, there'd been no none of these people. There'd be no Silas Muhammad. There'd be no Eric Muhammad. There'd be none of those people because, again, when you're able to spawn and sprout off people coming from you, when you're able to make a difference in people's lives, that's usually because you were a long-term thinker and you were one that's not short-sighted. See, short-sighted people, they don't inspire anything. They don't produce anything over time. Nothing. Everything they produce over time is timely. It is meant to be short-term. This is why, like I said, I go back to the criminals again. It's only a matter of time before the criminals sitting in jail for the rest of their life. It's only a matter of time before they sitting in the jail for the rest of their life or they get they dead somewhere in the streets. Yet so many people want to run to that life, think that they're going to come with the next answer because they're hypnotized by the money. They get hypnotized by my, oh, you can make fast money. Oh, you can make fast money. Yeah, I've been in that industry. The money ain't that fast. That's the that's the misnomer. The money ain't that fast. You see, just like anything, it takes time. So you sitting around here taking time on something that is going to eventually get you time. You sitting around taking time on something that's going to eventually get you time. And I see these guys. You do something, you get twenty years in jail. Met you a career criminal twenty years of your life. I mean, cut out of your life for that career that you got. So that was 20 years. You might be down in, in the can or 10 years or five years. You locked up. You ain't getting no money. So what kind of career is that? You ain't getting no money. You ain't active no more. You see? So what kind of career is that? If most of the time you in damn jail and you can't ply your trade, you can't go out here and get no money. That's not much of a career. So y'all need to miss me with the career criminal nonsense. There's no career. There's no careers to be made there. Just like there's no career to be made getting quick money or fast money. There's no such thing as fast money. Everything is a slow burn. Anything that's worthwhile is a slow burn. You see, anything that happens fast, so fast, it ain't worth nothing. It ain't worth it. And then you got people who wait too damn long to where after they had to wait, what you find out they wasn't even really worth the wait. See, because again, don't let don't let short sighted people wrap up or wrap up and make themselves look like more 
by making you wait longer for them. A lot of times, the juice, how you say, the juice ain't worth the squeeze. You ever heard that term now? The juice ain't worth the squeeze. Well, with a lot of people, the juice just ain't worth the squeeze. We'll be right back. Oh, 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 
always made sure that everything I said, you know, and the transmissions I gave, I always made sure that everything was going to be based in logic. Everything was going to be based in rational thinking. Everything would have made sense. Because, see, I know, being that I'm presenting next-level thinking into this atmosphere, I knew that I didn't have the luxury of having modern-day scientists and archaeologists and all these other people to back me up, simply because the things I was presenting was above and beyond them. You see, so I had to make sure that I presented everything I said in a logical and rational way of thinking so that you could see where it makes sense. Because I told you logic and rationale, the ability to utilize that is the earmark of a long-term thinker. That is the sign of a long-term thinker. That is the mark of a long-term thinker. A man who knows how to utilize logical and rational thinking and whatever they say. The assertion, whatever scenarios you're trying to draw, whatever images you're trying to convey to the people, whatever message you're trying to convey, if it does not make sense logically, then it is going to be a short-sighted message. Because if I would have just came and gave people a wow and out there type of teaching or transmission or something like that, even though I can't, but let's just say I came and just start making up stuff, y'all going to eventually see through it, you see because you're going to look at whether they logically make sense. See, you never look at the people who you are delivering a message to, who you are catering to and giving a message to. You never look at them as dummies. You see, a lot of these religious organizations and movements and cultural black conscious things, they look at you people as a bunch of dummies, man. So they could just basically say anything to you. You see, never underestimate the intelligence level of the people that you're trying to talk to and you know and if you are not trying to talk to certain people even don't even underestimate their level of thinking always give logical and rational uh, uh explanations to everything you see you know like i said no matter how far out a transmission came and i was like well damn that's a little over the top there was always a logical way to explain it once i allowed myself to Think about it once I allow myself to process it. Because like I said, how thoughts come to me, they just come, and I'm like, damn, how am I going to explain that over the top? And I usually don't know because thoughts, transmission come to me all the time. I could be driving in the car. I could be sitting somewhere. I could be smoking and whatnot, especially when I'm smoking. Transmission comes. I don't know how. It just does. And it's just more or less titles and ideas for things to speak on. And um, when that happens, I don't know exactly how I'm going to present it, how it's going to be said or nothing. I have no real clue on that until I actually sit down and start doing it. You see, until I sit down and start doing it, I have no clue. I have no idea where I'm going with it. And that's because, like I said, I, you know, have to apply logic and rationale in my explanation of everything. Because if I don't, then... You will eventually see through that. And if you see through these things, if even, because it will always be somebody who will be like, they'll be able to find the flaw in the logic. There is no flaw in intellect because it is purely logical and rational thinking. So 
only flaw that it would have is for people who are not logical and rational thinking, and we don't give a damn about them anyway. They're not who I'm talking to anyway. You see, those are the people who would like me to utilize so-called scientists and archaeologists. Well, a lot of them guys make up stuff, they, and, they, and, they, and, they, and they call it theories. You see, they make up things. And see, they don't care long-term who they tell these things to because they know that people tend to have short-term memories, right? They'll say something 10 years ago, five years ago, and because you people have short-term memories, you won't, you won't remember any of it. And these people will be saying something totally different in the next minute. And you'll be like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. But you forgot what they said before because you got short-term memory. And they count on you having short-term memory because they tell you so many things in this society. They say so many things, so much far out and outrageous things that don't make any logical and rational sense that they think you're just going to go along with it because they have DRs in front of their names and PhDs in the back of their names, which they gave to themselves, by the way. They gave all these accreditations that y'all sitting up here spending thousands of dollars on, you know, to try and get DRs and PhDs from, from these Caucasians who gave these titles to themselves for free. And they're going to make you pay for it. They're going to make you pay for the right to put a DR in front of your name, a PhD in the back of your name, so you, they, you too can then go out and bullshit people and lie to people and make up stuff as you go, like they do. You know, because, again, when you – stand on that type of premise like I do when I stand on it and I question and I challenge scientists. I've, I've challenged scientists on assertions they made with a lot of these simple-ass Negroes who just believe them. I've challenged Caucasian scientists. I've asked them questions. I've called into their broadcast when it comes to genotype, phenotype, and all this other stuff, and I question things that didn't make sense. That's why, like I said, it's very hard to find um, it's very hard to find Anytime where these people open themselves up with questions because they want to make sure that that long-term memory doesn't kick in and people don't start really asking questions. They hope that people are short-sighted and deal in a short-sighted way of thinking. So, therefore, it's easier for you to believe them. It's easier for you to drink the Kool-Aid because they always try to tell people, oh, if you believe anything such and such as that, you you drinking the Kool-Aid. Well, y'all believe everything the white man says. So y'all niggas, y'all niggas done been drunk the Kool-Aid a long time ago. You still believe y'all skin is black. That's short-sighted thinking. That's lazy thinking. That's easy, lazy thinking. And a lot of people prefer that. The beast is perfected the lazy thinker. The lazy thinker will usually just go with the flow. Like a lot of these people is getting a jab right now. A lot of these people out here getting a jab because they're trying to save their job. They're trying to make sure they can go to work or go to the gym or go to a club or a bar. So they'll go out here and get the jab. They ain't thinking long-term about what that shit going to do to their health. They ain't thinking about that. They're not thinking about that. Even though they, these people done told you that if something go wrong, you can't sue me. You can't sue us. They forcing you to take a, 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 um, a um, experimental, you know, whatever concoction, whatever that is. They they forcing you to take an experimental concoction. You see, and y'all sitting up here th- taking it. You ain't seeing that uh, your president done tell you, oh, these people in college, y'all ain't got to take it. Why ain't it mandatory for them? If it's all good for everybody, it ain't mandatory for them. If anybody look like they need some kind of shot, 
for their asses. Them motherfuckers do. They they look all sickened out. They look all sick and degenerate and twisted. Like they got they like they passing diseases all in the damn on the damn floor. They look bugged out of their mind. But they 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 exempt. Nobody see nothing wrong with that. And, and Mr. Biden, Joe Biden, done said he exempt too. But y'all got to take it. Nobody think nothing about that. That's because y'all short sighted. See, short sighted people are stupid people. Short sighted people are stupid people. They don't they don't put two and two together. Two and two to them is two and two to them is seven. You see, two to two two and two with them is seven. Okay, so keep that in mind when you're dealing with short sighted people. Or two and two is whatever person telling them to say is whatever they said they said um, they told them to say that two and two is. It's never anything rational. You see, it's never anything logical or rational. You see, so keep that in mind. Keep that in mind when you see. And hear people telling you or trying to convince you of things, trying to get you to believe in things. Ask them, is your belief long-term or short-term? Is your belief or what you're trying to sell me long-term or short-term? Nine times out of ten, the belief is short-term because when people logically and rationally come up and get those long-term thinkers, they'll take all your teachings apart. They'll take your doctrine apart. Mental that can't be taken apart by nobody because it's long-term thinking. That's why I can get up here and do a broadcast every night off the top of my head and just keep going. It's like never ending. I don't did and broadcast as far as broadcasts go. I don't put more content in the world just through broadcasting than most people don't wrote books and everything and dispatched information. I don't put more more. I don't put more knowledge in, into the world just through these broadcasts because each broadcast is a damn book. If you want to be technical about it, each broadcast is a book. On some level, so if I if my broadcasts were converted into books, I wrote over I wrote over two thousand books, plus over twenty four hundred books. But it's more. But see, me thinking long term, I didn't say I'm going to sit down and write books. I didn't make books and the writing of books the focal point of this transmission. I didn't do that for a reason. I made the focal point of this transmission radio broadcast. Sound transmission, not uh, uh, um, not written. I wanted to give it the oral transmission. I wanted to give an oral transmission to you all. I wanted you to hear my voice. I wanted you to feel and hear my voice. The tone, the frequency, and the transmission that went across it because it will sit in you and sit in your minds further and will further your thinking if you hear it that way as opposed to you reading the book. You see, it'll sit better in your mind. You see, because that's, if you notice, the beast started off with books and things like that. And then he, when, when radio and all that started coming, he made sure he started going to radio and television. And then he started telling stories and stuff in radio and television because he knew books were pretty much, people weren't going to sit for the most part and read books. They would rather watch because you get more out of watching things and hearing things. Long term, it stays with you. Long term, the things you hear, the sound, the tone, the frequency that's being sent, it stays with you longer than if you were just to sit there and read from your own words. 
You see, we're like shortwave transistors. See, the beast, you know, he's a long, you know, he, he'll, he'll listen to some long, drawn-out thing and whatnot, and that doesn't denote a long-term thinker. That denotes a slow thinker because, again, you can give short messages, short transmissions, and say more in that short transmission than you did in giving a long, drawn-out thing to read and whatnot where they saying, they saying, they saying all this stuff, but they ain't, saying, they ain't talking about nothing. They saying they saying a lot, but you know they saying a lot, but really saying nothing. You see, the beast is, you know, very, um, very good with that. They'll write a lot of stuff. They'll make a lot of assertions. Use a lot of certain words and words they don't made get made up and whatnot. Next thing you know, you're like, well, damn. Since I can't understand it, it must be right because I'm I'm just that dumb. I don't see that's short term thinking. Y'all think the more complicated something is, the more intelligent it must be. No. You see, the true mark of intelligence is a person who can explain themselves in layman's terms and get even the most simplest, simple mindedest person to understand it or comprehend on some level. That's the mark of a true genius. One who gets people who can convey the message where even the most simple minded simple minded of person could understand it on some level. Not some mind who oh you saying it but it's over everybody's head and only a small percentage of them, which is really them, they only understand it. You see? That is that's that that's a short sighted thinker. That's a short sighted thinker. Because they don't really want you to understand what it is they're trying to put across to you, which is normally a bunch of BS. Normally that's a bunch of BS. That's what they don't want you to know. They want you to think that what they're saying to you is gospel, that it's gold, that it's real, that it's just so you can't do without it. It's that powerful, that palatable. That's what they want you to think. We'll be right back.
after people are um, done with their thoughts on certain things as far as they process things in their brain and they have decided to go with what they processed in their brain. The people in the two-dimensional realm, they never process enough. You see, your ability to process thoughts to the fullest puts you on a higher level mentally. See, the people in the two-dimensional state, they always think that they thought things through, but people in the two-dimensional state never think things all the way through. They don't know how. They don't know how. They always leave out details. Two-dimensional thinkers are two-dimensional thinkers for a reason. They don't know how to truly think things out. They're only looking to hash out and think things out and looking for the answer to cater to their emotional or their emotional um, instability. This is how low-level thinkers, short-sighted thinkers think. They tend to be very emotional in their way of thinking. They neglect logic and neglect rational thinking, and they tend to be very emotional in their way of thinking, very emotional. And because of that emotional thinking, because of that short-sighted thinking, that's what causes them to make the wrong decisions, make bad decisions in their life because they still operate on emotion. They don't work off logic. You see, the person who does not work off of logic, you can't have dealings with them. Everything with them is emotional. And these are your two-dimensional, short-sighted people, your so-called black race. Now, you got other races on the third-dimensional. They think a little bit higher than the so-called black race. They're a little more. They think a little more. They think things out a little more, you see. And how ironic it is that the people who were once the most advanced thinkers, high long-term thinkers, are now most, the majority of them are short-term thinkers now. You see, they don't plan things out. They don't figure things out. They don't. They don't know how to outthink people. You see, the key in that, the key to outthinking people, is being a long-term thinker. That's the key to outthinking anyone. You can outthink anyone. I don't care who they are, what race they are, whatever. You can outthink anyone if you are a long-term thinker. You see, if you are a long-term thinker, then you can outthink anyone. But long-term thinking requires patience. You see, long-term thinking requires patience. You see, again, this is what made men like Donald Elijah Muhammad such a great leader because he was a long-term thinker and he had patience. You see, patience is usually not something that is picked up by men until they reach a certain age. You see, patience is not something young men truly tend to have. You see, because so many things are happening for them all at once, hormonally, mentally. They're discovering a lot of things in life, so they tend to have life being thrown at them so quickly, they don't have the patience to process what's being thrown at them. You follow what I'm saying? They don't have the patience to process that which is being thrown at them, be it women, be it careers, be it whatever path they choose in life. A lot of things are thrown at them or nothing is thrown at them, and they end up going out here and getting anything. They don't know how to find their way to what truly, you know, is supposed to be their um, calling, what they're meant to do, their purpose in life. They don't know how because they're short-sighted thinkers. You see, they're short-sighted thinkers. They are looking for excitement. They're looking for a 
adventure in life of the answers that they're going to get in life. This is what they're looking for. And they don't get that in life. They don't receive that in life. Why? Because in life, everything requires patience and contemplation, long-term thinking, in a timely fashion, functioning on a higher level of thought is the key to being a high-level mentalist. Being a high-level mentalist of the Republic of Mentalite, you have to think on a higher mental level. You see, you have to think on a high mental level. You see. And in order to think on a high mental level, to make it to this point, you have to be willing to follow orders and to follow law. You see, people are unwilling to follow law and order. You see, you know how you know that? Because we live in a world where law and order has to be enforced on people, a.k.a. law enforcement. A lot of people don't see the logic and rationale in following following law and order. They don't don't see it. Like, that's why I said, if you see, if the police and all of them was going to law enforcement agencies were going tomorrow, there'd be chaos and confusion all over the planet. There'd be chaos and confusion, robbing, raping, stealing, because... Again, people are short-sighted in their thinking. Like when I heard these clown-ass Negroes talking about, man, F the police, man. You know, the police, we don't need no police, this, that, and the third. These are the same people that if something goes wrong, they're going to be looking for police to call. You see, these are the same people who, you know, ain't no ain't no police in the hood no more than, than them same niggas who just come out the hell with the police when these be the niggas breaking in your house, raping your raping your wife, raping your daughter, or whatever the case may be, or shooting you and robbing you and taking everything you got, then you're going to be looking for the police. See, y'all not going to be trying to become the police. You're going to be looking for the police, see, because y'all don't think law and order is necessary. You don't think collectiveness is necessary. You don't think community is necessary. Only a person who don't think community is necessary is short-sighted. Short-sighted people don't think communities are necessary. They don't think that what I'm doing is necessary. And I'm not that I care, but that's a part of their short-sightedness. You see, because in their short-sightedness, they don't see that if we had a community, you wouldn't have no crime. A real community with a real community leader and men in place to exercise law and order in the community on anybody who breaks it. See, if we had that type of community, like how the Jews have their community, if we had that type of community where there was law and order and the men were acting as the law and the women being the order and the children being the citizens of that community, and we would then make sure there's no gangs in our community. We make sure there's no drugs in our community. We make sure there's no teen pregnancies or young girls having boys having sex at the early age. We're going to make sure that, you see. We're going to make sure the police ain't got to be dealing with our children. We'll deal with them first before they even get to you. We're going to make sure nobody gets abused by the police. You see, that's what communities do. But see, niggas and, and niggas who think individualistically, you the ones that complain about police brutality. You niggas that complain about police brutality. You the ones that complain about red being redlined in your district and your in your neighborhood. Tell me why ain't no businesses there? Why, why ain't y'all put them there? Oh, that's right. It takes a community to do that. 
It takes a community, people thinking together, working together, pooling their money together to take hold of their neighborhood. You so-called black people don't think like that. That's why you're in the condition you're in. That's why everybody can come in your neighborhood and make all the money, and you niggas act like y'all just a bunch of damn zombies, like y'all don't know what's going on because you're short-sighted in your thinking. You niggas would rather go out and sell drugs in the damn street rather than open up that corner store somewhere and try to figure out something to sell it for your people and make money, you see. While y'all in the damn street standing on the corner pitching crack and wherever you selling and whatever the hell you selling, why you out there heroin or whatever you niggas selling, why you out there standing on the street risking your life, getting about to get locked up in jail or killed? The Arabs in your store just came over last week and they making money in that storefront they set vacant. You see, that's what happened with that. And they're going to be out here free making money and you're going to be locked up in jail for trying to hustle and duck and dodge because you were short-sighted in your thinking. You see, short-sighted people, short-sighted thinkers are going to be a thing of the past amongst our people. Trust me, that's coming because you're going to be given so many things to remember, meaning the, 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 the onslaught of death and destruction as we go through this transmission and this trans, I should, I should say this transformation. As we go through this transformation, you're going to see so much death and destruction. Your minds ain't going to, you can't help but to see the extension of your mind. You're going to have, your minds are going to be extended just by virtual what you end up seeing, what you end up seeing, what you end up, you know, ex- watching, experiencing in your lifetime, the things that will frighten and shock you. I said it is at the same time a beautiful thing to be alive in this day and time. And it is a scary way to thing to be alive at this day and time because of what we're going to end up having to see. Like most of what you're seeing today, what people are tell, now forcing you or telling you basically that you better go ahead and make yourself lab rats and experimentals or you're going to lose your livelihood. You better go ahead. As you can openly see when I walk outside the damn, I walk out the building and I walk past the damn projects, I see a damn uh, a jab band. You know what I'm saying when I'm saying a jab band? I see the jab van in front of the damn projects, but it ain't in the Jewish neighborhood or in the Asian neighborhood, but it's in the, your nigger neighborhoods. Well, I'm, you actually seeing these people want to openly exterminate you niggas, man. You see, that's what I'm seeing. And y'all walk around, y'all don't see it because, like I said, short-sighted people are not meant to see long-range plans. They're not meant to understand long-range plans. You see, like my father's going to say, he's, he's, he, couldn't, he couldn't even see it. My father, I'm like, Oh, that's just too much to think that somebody would somebody would just go out and do that to have a mind like that. I said, yeah, because you short-sighted. You don't think people think like that. See, black people never think that people are plotting to destroy you or to exterminate you. You don't think that these other races of people are plotting to kill you, exterminate you like that because they're not at your door with guns in your faces. But they work on thinking about it every day that they breathe and live, every day that you breathe and live, they're thinking about exterminating you. You see? But because you but because you short sighted, you don't see that. You see? Because you short sighted, you don't see that. You see. Y'all don't see these things. You don't put you don't put these things together because again, it takes time. It takes time to think things through, but yet in a timely fashion. You see? That's why, like I said, you know, gonna y'all your short sightedness is gonna be the death of you so called black people. Your short sightedness is gonna be the death of you. You see? It's gonna be the end of you. 
And like I said, the humans are not too far off in their short-sightedness as well because, like I said, they are trying to figure ways to hang around. You know, at least a certain group of people are. They're a little bit long in their vision, people in, amongst the human race. You see, I'm talking about your so-called Jews. They more they more long-term in their vision than most of the humans. You see, that's why they're in charge. The people who are in charge are the people with the long term or got who those are the ones who got more vision, long term vision than the rest of the people who they over. You see. That's that's what that is. And again, if we are trying to raise a smarter people, if we're trying to raise smarter children, then we have to create an environment by who they associate with. We're trying to raise long term thinkers and not short sighted thinking. We have to create environments for them to be in make sure we know who they associate with, make sure we all are part of the same thing so that we are creating that environment. So that we are creating that environment for them so they see that we are putting our mouths, putting our, how you say, putting our minds where our mouths are. You see, we got to be a real community, associate with each other, for and by each other. We ain't trying to be on the outside talking to these people because, see, short-sightedness, it's damn near like a mental virus. You could be talking to somebody one minute and they could be saying some the dumbest nonsense you ever heard in your life because of their short-sightedness. And the next thing you know, you're starting to think in the short term just like them. It is contagious. That's why I said you have to stay away from these short-sighted thinkers because it will be the death of you mentally. But that's it. We're going to close out the name of Amen by the power of Amen. And Amen, we trust. And Amen, we think. And in Amen, we continue forward forever. I am the intellectual Nibin Minkares. This has been Intellect Radio. Good night, good night, good night. Do a class.